FinTech Hunting is hosted by Michael Hammett, JD, CMT, keynote speaker, author, and founder and president of Next Level Advisors. Join Michael as he seeks out tech visionaries, leading lenders, trailblazing executives, and other financial influencers to bring you actionable insights and lead generation tactics, all centered around industry greatness and success. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. I'd like to first thank our sponsors, FinLocker, WFG Enterprise Solutions, Incelerate, and Next Level Advisors. Well, we have a very special guest for you today. Uh, she is an operational process design expert, a mortgage guru, someone that I have been on a number of panels with, focus groups with, and I know I can always count on her for great insights and a pulse of what's going on in the mortgage industry. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Lisa Schreiber, president of LSK Consultants. Lisa, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Michael. It's great to talk to you again. It is great to talk to you. Like I mentioned, you are always someone that I can always count on for sharing great insights, a pulse of what's going on in the industry. So. As we kick this off, what are some of the, the biggest hurdles, biggest challenges that lenders are facing right now? We've, we've had historically low rates. They had a lot of capacity issues in 2020. What are you seeing as we start 2021, some of the challenges and things that they're most focused on? Sure. You know, we really had so many things happen, uh, not only to our world, but to our mortgage industry last year, COVID for sure everybody moving to remote environments, uh, the volume, the volume was incredible. The, the lack of capacity, the hiring of, of really truly very, in many aspects, uh, inexperienced uh, staff, just because we really needed people, we needed to get those loans through. So one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about is how do we take all of that activity um, I think that the industry really did a pretty good job of moving um, from, uh, you know, in office to remote. I think we were all a little surprised how well we actually made that transition. Uh, we saw some productivity numbers go up, especially initially. Uh, of course, I don't think at that time anyway, we expected the volumes that we did. Uh, the hiring, the training, the onboarding of uh, those additional resources due to the volumes, I do think put quite a strain on all organizations. I think what's happening really right now is everybody's reevaluating where they're at. Uh, you know, for example, I've got all the staff. I probably still need staff depending on the organization. I brought in all these folks. Uh, how have I been able to train them? Have a, how, a, how have I been able to incorporate them into my organization? And, and how can I start to think about the processes that are in place and, and create additional efficiencies to use all of those myriads of resources that I've added to a, a, you know, a better practice? Well, and you bring up so many good points there. I agree with you. I think the industry switched to remote. Uh, some of it was out of necessity, but I think they handled it quite well. The volumes are a capacity issue, and, and I think it brings unique challenges in this COVID world of how do you onboard all of these employees, especially ones that aren't very experienced, don't know the industry well, and how do you get them up to speed? So 
you know, the points you make there are, are well taken. And then we transition to, and I've had this discussion with a number of lenders as well of, okay, now that we have these resources, what should we be doing? How do we optimize? How do we improve underwriting so I don't have to get in, in a bidding war for, and just throw more bodies at underwriting? Uh, what can we do? We have inexperienced processors and how do we train them and how do we get them up and running? So what are some of the things that you're seeing or some of the things you recommend that lenders can do as they're battling some of those challenges? Yeah, I think those are all the right things. Um, you know, one, I've been talking to a few people myself recently as well, and and uh, there were some suggestions that I heard recently that I thought were really good ideas. So all the senior leadership, I believe, are thinking about these types of things, to your point, optimizing the resources that they brought on, um, looking at those processes, how are you able to align all of the folks that are in your organization? You know, for example, if you brought in a lot of new folks, maybe you had them working on an easier part of the process, right? Because there was less training involved. How do you then train them up to be, um, you know, a greater um, a greater resource for you? You know, expand their knowledge base. And some of the ways that I'm thinking about that is is really looking at the technologies that you're using and see how you can build in the processes to make them more intuitive. Um, so for example, you, you see this all the time, I'm sure, you know, you've got all these LOSs and everything else. Everybody uses them a little bit differently. Um, there's really a lack, I think, of best practices. Um, so maybe bringing somebody into your organization that can think about that for you, uh, help you think it through, analyze what is occurring today. So doing some uh, type of um, overall assessment of your organization to help you determine where those uh, operational efficiencies are or really just where your training needs to be done. I really feel at this point you really need some outside assistance. Um, if you think about it, the volumes are still there uh, to a large degree. Uh, so everybody's still wrapped up in all of that, but we know that's going to change as well. So maybe thinking about bringing in some outside help to really help you think through or assess for you where you stand and give you some guidance as to what to tackle first. Well, and I think as you mentioned, you know, outside help, it's always great to get a fresh perspective, especially what I have found, you know, over this last year, year and a half of COVID and you know, capacity issues and all of the volumes that people just put their head down, they're very resilient and they just do whatever it takes to get things done. And while there's great merit and they should be congratulated for that, there's also a ton of inefficiencies of friction points that happen and take place when that goes on. And I think internally, sometimes people just wanna keep putting their head down and keep moving forward instead of really looking at is there a better way? Is there a better process? How do we drive more user adoption? I talk to loan officers quite a bit. I do some coaching and in talking to them, a lot of them, they don't really use their CRM very much or they don't send out and leverage their marketing automation. And they didn't really know that you could automate what's at the point of sale with the tools they have into their LOS to save clicks, to eliminate user errors. So 
I think you make an excellent point that getting that fresh perspective can really have a profound impact on the organization. How do people go about finding that perspective? I, I know you're doing consulting. How do, how do people find you or how do they find people that they trust to say, hey, I could really use a fresh perspective on this matter, on how we're doing our workflow, our processing, our underwriting? Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting if you think about all of the different aspects, right? You're talking about loan officers and, and the market is also changing on them, right? They're going from more of that, you know, just flooding of rate and term refis and certainly those are still occurring, but we are going into a purchase market. Um, Non-QM is coming back into the market, you know, that had gone away and, and certainly the investors that uh, want to buy that product or are raring to go and so there's a lot going on for the loan originator in understanding what is available to them what borrowers maybe they haven't served in a year um, and so looking for point of sale tools i think are really important and uh, I, I will i do believe you're going to see a lot more about point of sale opportunities especially in that expanded market for los um, for operations I think that you will see uh, a lot more about, uh, you know, looking at your your technologies, your LOSs, your, um, you know, how you're incorporating business process design. It's a, you know, business process design is not something that normal or, or not normal or your everyday mortgage banker thinks about, right? To your point, they're very reactionary. You, you know, if you've flooded with loans, you got to deal with your loans, right? And and that's the way we always do things. Um, looking for people uh, that you know. So, for example, I appreciate you uh, mentioning my consultancy. My clients really are people that I know uh, and people that I've worked with before. Uh, just connections through uh, folks like yourself, uh, through some of the, um, you know, the uh, events like the next event where they focus on uh, technology, progress and lending. Uh, does a great job of talking about new technologies and people that are, are assisting in that. Even talking to your vendors, uh, even those that you have established for a long time, you know, the credit vendor you use for a long time or the, or the you know, the CoreLogix of the world or any of those guys, they all have uh, assistance that they can provide to you. So I think the, the, it, the answer is really at your fingertips. Uh, just reach out, uh, reach out to folks you know, and reach out to those people that work with you today. And I'm sure that they could help you and assist you in some of these practices. Great insights there. And I would strongly recommend it's great to get another set of eyes, another fresh perspective, whether it's on the front end of your organization, whether it's on the workflow and the process, the stage that I typically call the loan manufacturing stage. There's always friction points, there's always things. And as you said, as we shift from a refi to a purchase market. Uh, the role of the loan officer is going to radically change, right? They have to have those realtor relationships. They have to focus on it. And one of the topics that I've seen a number of people start talking about in the last few weeks, the last month or so, is a lot more about customer experience. And I don't mean the generic term, customer experience that just gets lip service, but really trying to apply technology to deliver a better experience, to deliver more stickiness so that lenders create customers for life instead of being so 
transaction-based. As you well know, in the industry, the mortgage industry is historically very transaction-based. Get the Joan file in, get the Joan file out, get the Smith file in, get the Smith file out, and they do very little to enhance that relationship. What are some of the things you're seeing that lenders are doing to improve the customer experience and to improve those borrower satisfaction scores so that they really develop that rapport with these borrowers? I do believe that there are many lenders looking at uh, integrations to make it easy for the players in in the process to to uh, deliver that as we call customer experience. So, for example, when you mentioned loan officers, you know, uh, using not using their CRM tool by helping uh, their org. So, if I, for example, I'm running an, uh, an organization, I'd be looking at ways to populate as much of that for my loan officer as possible, right? Where can I find uh, sources of information to build out, um, build out maybe prospect lists, leads, of course, those are always, you know, since I've been in the business, which is over 30 years, everybody talks about that. So where can I find ways to uh, create opportunity for my loan officers, kind of put that in place for them, leverage. Uh, again, I know there's there's plenty of um, marketing groups, and I'll mention some, and I, I'm, I'm sure, Michael, you could think of plenty others. You know, people like a total expert where you could rely on them for content and campaigns. You know, really build out as much as you possibly can for your originators. Try to guide them and give them the tools that they can uh, leverage it as automated as automated as possible right because that way you're kind of feeding um, that group because they do know the products and they know all the conversations they can have but any way you could help them uh, you know keep in touch and build that automated way of doing that i think that's critical uh, Salesforce, I know, is something that a lot of people are integrating that also then feeds all of the loan activity. So you've got your prospects, you've got how am I, uh, you know, finding my borrowers, how are my borrowers coming to me or how am I accessing them? And of course, any of the uh, other players, the real estate agents, things of that nature. But then you have to deliver on that, right? So now taking that data from the LOS, putting it into a tool like Salesforce or some type of front-end tool where, again, your loan officer is being uh, given information on a regular basis, automating that process so that they're well-informed, again, representing your organization uh, in a very professional way. The more you can do that, the more you can automate and just make it easy. And that's just not for the borrower. You know, we certainly, everybody focuses on the online 1003 and all of that stuff to make the borrower experience easier. I think, of course, that's extremely important. But it also, uh, you also have to work on your own people. You know, you had mentioned gaining adoption. Gaining adoption is is critical, and and by making that easy for your own folks to deliver on that service commitment, I think that's a, a focus that many people um, are looking at, uh, and certainly those will be successful for those that can make that happen. Well, I think you bring up so many good points, and there are a host of great vendors out there like an Accelerate, who's got a full now customer experience platform so that not only are you getting great content, but you're getting using data so when you should 
reach out to the borrower, what part of the borrower journey. Uh, there's tools like Sales Boomerang that's going to give you notifications when somebody pulled their credit, when their equity went up to a certain point, when they started looking at real estate. I think there's a lot of wonderful tools out there. And to your point, lenders have to look for ways to, how can I automate this and put these tools in the hands of my team, not so they have more work, but that, that they can streamline the processes. And I think when we talk automation, so many times people think of, well, we're trying to eliminate everything or we're trying to get rid of people and we're really not. I think the companies that do the automation the best realize that if you do automation correctly, it gives your people time to do what they need to to do best. You, they still need to control the relationship with the borrower. They still need to follow up. And if they can foster that relationship and the automation can take care of a lot of those other things, I think that's where we're going to really see some significant growth. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think about what people are spending their time on now, especially in an environment like this, they're probably spending a lot of their time uh, telling people, I'm sorry, I haven't been able to get back to you, <laughs> right? Right. Um, you know, so it, you want your people to focus on the activities that continue to grow, not only, uh, you know, your organization and volume, but continue to focus on the quality of that interaction. And then, you know, obviously everybody wants to be profitable. So if you could use automation to take away, uh, you know, large portions of the, of, of more of that administrative type. So if you think about OCR, AI, um, you know, I was just on with a client the other day and they were talking about, uh, you know, and uh, this was in the B2B space, and, and we talk about efficiencies a lot in the B2B space, right, because you're interacting with other mortgage professionals, and we were talking about minimum requirements and, and data requirements, and there's this whole um, back and forth, you know, do I, do I make it too stringent for my uh, client or my, my partner? to uh, interact with me or do I just do the work for them? And it always surprises me that we're still having that conversation. Um, use of technology in order to, um, you know, do data minimum requirements in order to define those things, in order to provide that quick insight, uh, self-serve tools. So, uh, you know, we mentioned non-QM earlier. Obviously, that's that's been a space that I've spent a lot of time with in the last five years. Uh, you know, allowing for eligibility and exception processing and collaboration within within an automated tool. That way, if I'm working at 11 o'clock at night, I still have the ability to um, respond and get good answers. Or, you know, if if I'm a processor and I've got somebody or a machine, a robot, AI, any of those technologies doing data input for me and it's accurate, then I can spend more time on the things that are uh, that are going to keep that loan as an exception or I could spend more time on maybe a, uh, you know, working with the borrower and making sure that they're updated and comfortable and confident in what I'm doing. You know, the, the people aspect of this never goes away. It's just more quality time and more focus on the things that really matter. Well, and that is so true. It's being able to focus on the things that matter and what's really going to drive the organization forward. You know, implementing these tools is great, but you know, are, are people using them? Is there adoption? You've mentioned some great points there. You've talked about 
you have AI, you've got RPA, you, you've got OCR, you've got a lot of these tools at your disposal that's really trying to figure out how do I orchestrate that within my organization so that it's a seamless, easily flowing process. What are some of the other trends that you see in the industry for the upcoming year? You know, what are some of the highest tech priorities that you think lenders are focused on as we move through uh, 2021? Hard to believe we're almost out of February, you know, what do you see on the horizon? Um, yeah, yeah, we, we'd like to see this year move along a little faster, at least to, <laughs> at least, at least to get us back outside, right? Um, exactly. But uh, yeah, I think the things that are on the horizon are uh, with everything that's occurred, you know, with COVID, with, uh, with the volumes, with the hiring of all these folks, I do believe, and you know, the purchase environment coming up, I really do believe that there'll be a large uh, focus on what the heck did we do and, and how do we fix it? Meaning that, you know, we've got all these people, really what we've just talked about, how are we going to get back into some sense of normalcy? Uh, whether that's, you know, people moving back into the offices, reassessing, what do we need as far as space, as far as what, how do we, you know, are we okay now with remote and, and are we okay with a hybrid and how do we um, reassess how we approach the business? Um, I would say reassessment would be the word of the year for me. Um, and whether that is the whole work environment or uh, how we work together within our, uh, you know, within our, loan manufacturing process looking at it i don't think many people well i would say some people will be changing their los's and things like that that's always looked at um but it's not necessarily the los that's the problem it it is getting people on the same page it is getting a work environment that has a intuitive workflow that people can adopt and it's very easy for them to adopt um, the biggest, one of the biggest challenges in operations for sure is that, you know, the, the person that's been there for 10 years knows the system and all the workarounds and they, they've got their own way of doing everything. And then you've got all these new people that have come in either from another organization or completely inexperienced that maybe your corporate training group or your training group has trained, right? They're complete, they're working completely differently, right? You've right. got the and and so you literally have people in the same exact job and the same exact role that do their job completely differently so how does that get realigned i i do believe you know larger especially larger organizations and and even smaller organizations because they're going to come up with challenges to productivity cost per loan absolutely is going up and how will all of that how will all of that be reassessed? That is going to have to occur. Well, and, and that is so true. And I know the former Ellie May CEO, Jonathan Kaur, always used to say that when volumes go up, the mortgage industry is notorious for using human spackle. And we just throw bodies at it, not necessarily the right processes. And I think this year after, you know, all the volume that we handled in 2020, it's time to reevaluate. It's time to reassess. It's time to realign and really look at where do we need to be and how do we maximize those people like you talked about. 
it's great that somebody's been there 10 years, they know the systems, they have all their own internal workarounds, but how do you transfer that knowledge and systematize processes so that the newest person is doing it the most efficiently way as the person who's been there 10 or 20 years? Right. And, and those are you know, some of the challenges. And I think that's some of the reasons why we talked about, you know, going outside and bringing people in to bring a new set of eyes in really helps because it lends a fresh perspective. And also what I have found is when you bring somebody in from the outside who's been exposed to so many different organizations, they can give a different view, a different vantage point and best practices that maybe that company was totally unaware of. Definitely. And that's one of the things that I'm really enjoying uh, in the consulting side. Uh, I've got really a varied group of clients right now, technology firm uh, that's working in the non-QM space that I think is doing a great job. Um, but they're, I love the way they think and, and you know, where they're coming from relative to the market. And then I've got a you know, mortgage banker who is, is coming out to the market. And again, you know, as a launch, trying to think through what are the best ways for them to launch the most efficient ways, but certainly how do they kind of make a difference in the market, right? What would be different about them? So thinking through that with their organization. And then, you know, some larger organizations that, uh, you know, maybe have different challenges, more relative to, you know, process and, and things of that nature. So it's really a great way to, when you, when you work with a consultant or you work with a vendor that might have uh, different types of clients. Um, you know, one thing it was always interesting, you mentioned Elliot, I worked with them when I did the Total Quality Loan Initiative. And I think I've told you this before, I know I've told others. When I started that project with them and we worked with national correspondence, I really felt pretty confident, you know, that I knew what you know, everybody did, right? I mean, it's a loan. So how many different ways could there be to manufacture a loan? And I was shocked um, by working with people uh, throughout the country. You know, some people are just so focused on technology, sometimes so much so that they don't allow for flexibility within their, uh, their process. And then others, you know, are just, they've been doing it the same way forever and they're okay with working off of spreadsheets and email and and then you think, gosh, you know, how how are they getting this done? So the, it, the variety of clients, the understanding about, uh, you know, where they're coming from, what they need to accomplish, what are their goals, how, how does it impact their bottom line, um, I think is critical uh, to, to working with anyone. And all of those things are, are things that people, I think, will be considering this year. Lisa, as usual, you are a wealth of information. You always share so many good points. You are welcome back on this podcast anytime. I can't believe that we've already used up our time today. But for those of you who would like to get uh, in contact with you, to find out some more of the things that you're doing and how you may be able to help their organization, what's the best way that they can contact you? Um, the best way is probably through email, but I'll give you my email and my phone. My email is engage, E-N-G-A-G-E, -E, engage, L-S-K, at gmail.com. So engage, L-S-K, at gmail.com. And my number is 703-282-5433. I appreciate so much you having me today, Michael, and it, it's always good to talk to you as well. I know 
there's lots, lots and lots of great tech out there and, uh, and great things available to us. Uh, so always interested in learning more as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'll let you know when, when this is going to launch. Lisa, thank you. Introducing FinLocker, a financial super app that originators can provide their customers to improve credit, create and track budgets, save for their financial goals, and get mortgage ready. Users can even search for a home and start their loan application directly from the app. Create customers for life with FinLocker. Are you looking to close more loans in 2021? Experience Accelerate's award-winning customer engagement platform featuring lead management, CRM, call routing, sales enablement, marketing automation, borrower engagement, and data intelligence through innovative use of multi-channel marketing, text, social media, email, direct mail, phone, ringless voicemail, retargeting, and so much more. Incelerate, helping lenders close more loans through better borrower engagement. Schedule your personal demo today at Incelerate.com. Are you struggling to keep up with record origination volumes? From property valuation and appraisal to title insurance and closing services, WFG Enterprise Solutions provides flexible mortgage origination services that address your organization's needs head-on. By taking the time to understand how you run your business, WFG can create solutions that save you time and money on every transaction. That's why WFG consistently earns Net Promoter's world-class ranking for customer satisfaction. Innovative solutions, world-class customer satisfaction. Get to know WFG today at WFGLS.com. FinTech Hunting is brought to you by Next Level Advisors. Next Level Advisors, where businesses come to grow.